All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado, and I am so thankful that you're here on this Thursday edition of the broadcast. And many of you have been reaching out. So let me just get the uh, the elephant in the room out of the way. I know there was a post yesterday on my social media. It mentioned that, uh, you know, they're going to be moving me to a more secure location. What does that mean, Pastor Todd? Are you okay? Yes, I am okay. Uh, I am obviously not in my regular studio. Uh, this has happened once before, and we just do it out of the abundance of caution because we're in a crazy world, friends. And, um, you know, we're also dealing with some very real, um, you know, this is this is an epic battle that we're in. Now, we believe we're going to win. And the Lord is on our side, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But we're, we're in a major, major battle, and we need to be wise. And the people that we're working with are, are real players in this battle. And, uh, you know, I, can't, I don't get too much into it because that gives more opportunity for them to attack me, to come after me. But let's just, let's just think about this here, okay? If I was just some crazy conspiracy far-right pastor, MAGA pastor, like they try to, they try to say that I am. He, MAGA pastor, false prophet, all these. First of all, they have no idea because they don't obviously listen to the show enough to even understand what I'm talking about. They jamble my words and put like, you know, all these, all these different things together and try to make a statement out of it. Things that were said in like December, things that were said last year, you know, and they try to put them all together. This is what he's saying. You know, obviously I'm a threat and obviously we're over the target because let's just think about this logically. How many people have podcasts? A lot, thousands, hundreds of thousands. There's so many people that have podcasts. How many of those people that you know are they writing about in Newsweek magazine? Not a lot. How many are they? I mean, let's just be. Let's just think about this. If I'm just some, and and, and we know, you know, friends, you're you're not stupid people. You're remnant warriors. Okay, you know. Let let's just think about this logically here. Okay, there's a lot of people saying a lot of crazy stuff out there. I mean, it doesn't take long to find people that are talking about all kinds of bizarre things. But I don't see people writing in Newsweek magazine about them. So what is it about Pastor Todd that's so, it just gets on there, you know, like I'm under their skin so much that they need to write about me in, in these, you know, national publications like Newsweek and Right Wing Watch and, um, you know, all these other ones that over the last few days have been attacking me. I mean, what what is it about me? What what is it about me? Well, I will tell you if you want to know. I will tell you. We are over the target, and they are afraid. They are very afraid because, listen, I'm not just some crackpot, okay? And I think you know that. That's why you listen to the show. But but let's just be honest here. I mean, I've been in the business world. I've been an executive. I was bivocational. I pastored for 17 years at a church. I've worked with government. I've ran two congressional campaigns. Uh, let's see. What else is on my resume? I've worked with government officials over the years. I've been an advisor. I've been in think tanks. I've been, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I've done, friends. I've spoken in very prominent places. Uh, you know, many people call me for advice that are prominent individuals, people of of, of stature. And and so let, let's, am I really a fringe element guy on the internet? Let's just, let's just, you know, think about that. Is that really who I am? Because if that were the case, then why is it out of the thousands and thousands of other people that are out there that they are so worried about Pastor Todd that they need to get people to come and harass me and my family? What is it about what I'm saying? 
well, let's think about that. What am I saying? Well, first of all, I'm preaching the full gospel. So I have a friend who's a bold pastor. His name is Pastor Greg Locke. Do you know him? He's a good man. And, you know, uh, I've known Greg now for a little over, you know, a year or two. I don't know. I've known him for a little while now. You know, I don't know him well, well, but I, I mean, he's my friend. He is a friend. I have his number. I text him. We talk just like other pastors around the country. Same thing. And, uh, you know, he's out there. He's he's pretty bold, right? If you heard him, he's pretty bold. And, uh, and you know, he, he gets similar things. He gets threats. He gets, they write about him too. They're mad because he didn't close his church, you know, during COVID. Uh, they're mad because he, he urges his congregants not to wear masks. They're mad. So, you know, there, there's certain people that they definitely pick on. And, and, and you know, it's, it's kind of funny. We kind of all know each other. <laughs> you know, I think it's drawn us all together at this point. You know, my friend, Pastor Mario Murillo, another similar bold man of God and elder to me. You know, he's out there having a crusade right now in, in California, I think. And uh, so, you know, birds of a feather, right? I mean, we're remnant warriors. We're all flocking together. I can go on and on, just keep naming people, and you guys would probably know them, and maybe even listen to them. Because if you're a listener to this show, you probably know some of those people, because we're similar type of people. What, what's similar about us? Why, first of all, why is the media against us? Why do they come and attack people like us? Why do they do hit pieces? Because they don't like us. But what's different about Pastor Todd is, is that I'm also talking, and, and Greg did some of this, and Mario did some of this, and I don't listen to everything they put out, so I don't know everything, but again, both two amazing men, and I could just, I can continue to name people, but I think, let's just use that example for right now. So I'm out here, and I'm talking about the election. Well, you shouldn't be talking about the election. You should only be preaching the Bible. Well, am I not an American citizen? Do I not have, am I not a father? Am I not concerned about what's going on in our country? Have I not talked to people around the world that are also concerned? People are calling me, friends, from Israel. People are calling me from the UK. People are calling me from Australia. People are calling me from Japan. People are calling me from Taiwan. Some of them are emailing me. And they're saying, what in the world is going on in the United States of America? What in the world just happened in the election? So it's not just me, and it's not just you, even though they want us to feel like we're some fringe element that's still talking about the debase, what do they call, what's the word they say? Uh, you know, they, the bunk, debunked, you know, baseless, baseless conspiracy theory. That's it. Ba- they must have all got together. They must have all got together and, and figured out, we're going to call it baseless conspiracy theory. There's absolutely no evidence. And you know how many people repeat that, by the way? So many, because I get a lot of people, and they say, why are you still talking about a baseless conspiracy? I mean, it's amazing that they would just randomly choose the word baseless conspiracy theory. That's a talking point, friends. That's propaganda. And that's why I call the mainstream corporate media the modern-day prophets of bail. It's propaganda. And unfortunately, there's a lot of sheeple, there's a lot of people that are willing to just believe everything the mainstream corporate media 90% owned by six corporations, the mainstream corporate media, they're out there and they're just willing to believe everything they say, even though so many times, how many times has CNN got it wrong? How many times has the New York Times got it wrong? How many times has Washington Post, do you remember during the Russian collusion delusion, how many times they were out there and how many times they got it wrong? So they don't like that I'm a pastor. And I said in a couple episodes ago, I said, you know, sometimes I actually consider taking pastor off my name because I don't, you know, look, I'm just here to serve the Lord, guys. I love the Lord. I'm here to serve the Lord. I I happen to be in this situation right now. And, uh, you know, I I simply showed up. I said, Lord, send me, I'll go. Like the prophet Isaiah, send me, I'll go. 
That was always that Isaiah chapter 6. It's one of my favorite areas in the Word of God because he was undone in the presence of God. You know, he was undone in the presence. I always feel like we should read that because I think it's important because we need to understand what makes us a remnant warrior. I'm actually, it's funny, my Bible's already opened to Isaiah 5.20. Let me just read that real quick because that's where it's open right now. Isaiah 5.20, it says, Woe to them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is what we're seeing. And, and, and you know, people are calling evil good. They're calling good evil. They're, they're literally, um, you know, out there saying, this pastor, he's a conspiracy theorist. You know, and then I have these people writing me, repent, pastor. You need to repent. What Bible are you reading? These are the people that are literally voting for somebody that wants to kill babies, that are literally voting for, for a baby. You know, you understand what infanticide is? They actually have the baby, the baby's born, and then they killed the baby. That's murder. It's right there in the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not murder. Right there. So, you know, how, but I need to repent. I'm, I'm somehow there, you know, there's a closet theologian that, you know, they're a heresy hunter. Pastor Todd's off. So then I try to say, well, where, you know, what is it exactly that I'm saying? Well, you support Donald Trump. Okay. Well, we went over this yesterday, but I can go over it again. Supported Donald Trump, the most pro-life president. Very, very good on religious liberties and freedoms. By the way, as an American citizen, he was bringing back jobs in manufacturing. Um, he was ending the foreign wars. He wanted to make peace with North Korea instead of go to war in a nuclear war with them. That's pretty good to me. Uh, seems like he wanted to make peace with Russia, too, but they wouldn't let him do that. Uh, they, you know, they, they accuse him of that talk about baseless. That was baseless. That was really baseless. I mean, we've, we've, it's literally come out and it's baseless. <laughs> it was a fake dossier. It was all fake, but you know, you don't hear anybody saying that. Where's the people pointing saying conspiracy theory to CNN, MSNBC, you know, where, who are the, where are the people that are pointing that out? I don't see a lot of people pointing that out. So we, we have to really understand this whole situation guys. Okay. And, and what this whole thing is. Are you really the crazy one? Am I really crazy? Because what's crazy about what I'm saying? When we have the, and whenever I get into, and, and that's why I think I'm a threat to them. Because when they want, if they want to have a debate, I can have a debate. If they want me to show the facts, I can, you know, people say, well, where's the proof? Okay, well, we put it out. Here's the proof. And then I get, it's crickets. All of a sudden, all the people are like, well, show us the proof. Show us. First of all, I've shown the proof like 15 times. We continue to show more proof. You know, I just happen to be an American that loves our country and doesn't want to see it going to communism and socialism. That's a conspiracy theory. Is it? Is it? Because we're actually following the exact playbook, you know, verbatim as what happened in Nazi Germany. So is it really a conspiracy? Is it really a conspiracy? Because to me, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a history buff. I like to read what happened before because the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And uh, I actually read it. And yeah. You know, I actually read Rules for Radicals. I actually read what Cloward and Piven were talking about. You know, I've read their literature. I know what these people are trying to do. Mao Zedong, you know, and, and, and the art of war and Sun Tzu. And I know all that stuff, guys, because you know what? I like to read. And I've read the websites, by the way, of the World Economic Forum and UN Agenda 2030. This is what they don't like about me. So the, all they can do at that point, when I have fact after fact, that's literally, just so you know, part of the vision behind why I started Remnant News www.rmntnews.com. Well, there's two reasons. Number one, because we can get information out there that the mainstream corporate media will simply not cover. So it gives us a home base, a place to put it out there, okay? 
And by the way, thank you to those that have donated and helped us to get it on private server so they can't take it down because we were under tremendous cyber attack. Why is so again, here's this website. There's how many websites are there in the world? Millions and millions, if not billions, right? Of websites. So why is it that rmntnews.com is a threat? If it's all conspiracy, why do they care? But they care. And this is this is just so what are those that call evil good and good evil? Well, they they're calling good evil. That's what they're doing. They're calling it conspiracy, they're calling it evil, they're saying, I need to repent. Well, listen, I have no problem with repentance. In fact, that's one of the things that I like to preach. I think we should talk about the blood of, of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, and repentance. I think that's the recipe to revival. If the church here in America and American citizens and everybody were to repent, imagine the great awakening that we would have. I think it would be amazing. By the way, I think there's a righteous remnant, and we're praying. And the Bible says what's done in darkness is brought to light. You know what I'm saying? So I believe as we're praying, and the, and the remnant have repented. I, have you repented? I've repented. Listen, I'm far from perfect. I don't try to say I'm perfect. So let's go back to this Isaiah 6, because that's all I did. I just said, send me, I'll go. Let's read it. It says, in the year that King Azusa uh, died, I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each had six wings, and they covered his face, and, and he covered his feet, and it did fly. And one cried unto another and said, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips, for mine have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched my lips, and thine inequity is taken away, and thy sin is purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and whom will go before us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go, and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this of these people, sorry, this is the King James Version, uh, make the heart of these people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see their eyes and let them hear with their ears and let them understand with their heart and, and convert and be healed. So anyway, that's a great story. I, I, I really shouldn't be reading it out of the King James Version, but that happens to be the version that I opened here. But 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 what I love about this story is, is that you know, he's undone. Isaiah's undone. The prophet of Isaiah is undone in the presence of God. He saw the, the glory of the Lord. And all he could do at that point when he's sitting there undone is say, send me, I'll go. And that's what happened to me, friends. I was undone. You know, I got stabbed nine times when I was 23 years old and I was undone. I had an encounter with the Lord. The Lord spared my life and I went in the presence of God. And I'm writing about this in my book right now, but I went in the presence of God. It was a white presence. I didn't see the Lord. I'm not like Isaiah where I saw the Lord, but I saw white existence. It was white. It was bright. And I felt the presence of God. And I heard the, the voice of the Lord in my spirit. And he said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, Lord, I want to live. He said, well, if you live, then you need to always be on fire for me. And you need to tell the people about me. And then I'm real. And I said, of course, Lord, I will do that. And as I did that, he, he gave me life. And I awakened in the hospital with nurses around me looking at me. 
it was a very surreal experience. They said, you should be dead. And I said, what happened? They said, well, you were brought here. You were stabbed nine times. And then, and then, you know, it was a, it was a couple of weeks that I was in ICU and then they moved me and then eventually I recovered and the rest is history. And I went to Bible college and became a pastor and that was many, many years ago, right? But I saw the Lord and I felt the presence of God and he called me. And so I know he's real and I always seek his face and do I get everything right? No, I don't get everything right. But the whole thing is, is that I know God's real, and I know that we're in a battle, and the battle is not against flesh nor blood, but against strongholds and principalities. So that's what we're up against right now. So, you know, I, I almost, you know, I don't like to read all the nasty email. I like to read the encouraging email, but sometimes you don't know which is which, so you start reading it, and you're like, oh, this is bad. And I got a lot of the bad stuff in the last few days, and uh, sometimes there's some fringe element people. And again, I don't like to talk about it too much, but when I put out a message like that or I have somebody put out the message to pray, it's usually because there's been some type of threat that is substantial. It's not just an unsubstantiated threat. It's a, it's a real threat. And we just take precautions out of wisdom because we're in a crazy world. And unfortunately, that's the kind of things that we have to do. So thank you for those that have prayed for me and my safety. We are okay. We have taken the appropriate measures. But it's sad to me that we have to do this in today's world. It's very, very sad that a pastor has to feel this way. So, you know, there's a difference between me preaching and me, you know, a Sunday service or, you know, wherever I'm preaching at. And I'm, listen, you ever hear me in preacher mode, you're not going to hear too much about current events. I mean, I'll say some things. But I'm preaching. I'm talking about the Word of God. I'm talking about being saved. I'm talking about things that God's put on my heart for that message. And that's taught in pastor mode. Now, does, do I stop being a pastor when I get on the radio? No. I mean, I'm still a pastor. But we're, we're not just, I'm not just preaching every day. There's plenty of shows with pastors that are preaching. What we're doing here on the Remnant News with Pastor Todd Coconut is we're talking about things in our world. Now, does it relate to to spiritual things, of course, like I just read, you know, where it says, woe to those that call good evil and evil good. And that's what's happening. And so we're in a very interesting situation in our country. What's happened is there is a, a battle for the heart of this nation. They're trying to turn it into a godless country. I and mean, we've already been down that path for a long time. You guys can all see it. And the only way, the only chance that we have to make it in this country is if we turn back to Jesus. The only hope that we have, it's not found in D.C., it's not found in a politician, it's not even found in a pastor, although it's important that pastors are preaching truth from the pulpit because that's very crucial and critical and important for our nation because that, that sets the spiritual tone. But, the, but ultimately, America's hope is found when we go back to our first love, Jesus Christ. Our hope is found in nothing less than Jesus Christ. That's it. It's like the old song, right? Jesus Christ is the hope for America. And I love the Lord with all my heart, and I do everything I can to be the best possible Christian I can be. Of course, I make mistakes in life, as we all do. Uh, but, but you know, we're in a battle for the soul of the nation. Now, I have a daughter, and I love her so much, and I want her to have the same freedom. She's, she's going to be a fiery preacher, I can already tell. And, uh, and she's so precious and so sweet. And I know you can relate if you have kids, you know. But the deal is, 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 that, is, is that we want this nation and this world, we don't want to see more, uh, you know, it, to get even worse than it is, if you can even imagine that. I mean, we're already seeing them attack the family unit. We're already seeing them attack, you know, confuse the young people. Are you really a boy? Are you really a boy? Well, maybe you're not a boy. Maybe you're a girl. I mean, isn't that kind of what 
the devil did in the Garden of Eden in a way? Did God really not tell you to eat from that tree? I mean, he's always doing that, right? And he's still doing it. Just like when they, they, they sacrificed babies to Molech. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. What are they doing in America today? Well, they're trying to kill the babies. And now they're going after the seniors too. Might as well kill them too. Our two most precious commodities in society are most innocent, the babies, and our most revered, the elders. Kill them both according to the world. What's good is evil. What's evil is good. Why not? Why not just kill everybody, right? I mean, that's what they want. But I'm the one that needs to repent because I supported Donald Trump. How silly is that? And now, now they're upset because I'm giving hope. Listen, I've gone to the Lord, and I will tell you, I asked the Lord, give me discernment, Lord. Give me wisdom, Lord. What's going on from a spiritual standpoint? And they mock, and, they, and like I said, they jamble my words. And then some people wrote me, and they say, well, Pastor Todd, do you still believe that Trump could come back? Well, listen, here's the thing. I believe Jesus is definitely coming back. Trump, I don't know 100%. That's just, I don't know. You know, Jesus, 100%. He's coming back. He's coming for a church without spot nor wrinkle. You better be ready. Get your house in order. Trump, I mean, is a man. He's, is he an anointed man that I feel God anointed? Absolutely. And they, they are all talking about how I said this thing about him having the mantle of leadership. Well, of course he had the mantle of leadership. He was the president of the United States. And I believe God used him, kind of like a Cyrus. And, and do I think God's done using him? I don't feel like God is done using him. But you know what? If God were to decide that he was done using him and bring someone else to use, then that's fine with me. It's not about Trump. I mean, read my book, The Great Reprieve. It's on all over. You can buy it anywhere. You can buy it on Amazon if you want. Don't really like Amazon, but my book's on there. But you can you can, uh, you can can buy it and read it and, and see exactly what I've been saying for a very long time. It's called The Great Reprieve. But the deal is is, is that what, what I believe as a pastor is, is that America needs to turn back to God. That's what we need to do. That That's, that's going to help us to, 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 to have a course correction here from the the horrible direction that we've been headed, especially since Biden's been in, in the White House, if that's where he is. But again, I, I've asked the Lord for discernment. I've asked the Lord for wisdom. And I don't feel 100% like everything that we're seeing is actually 100% what is going on. Now, why would where would I, first of all, get the context about that? That there may be more than what we see. Well, first of all, let's look at Russian collusion delusion. How long did that go on? Three, four years almost? that we had to deal with Russian collusion. And then, by the way, it just came out that Russia wasn't paying for bounties on America. Remember, that was a big issue during the campaign, and they were trying to say the Trump administration wasn't doing anything about it. Well, luckily, he didn't, because it turns out it was another fake story. Just like Jesse Smollett, that was a fake story too. And I can go on and on, by the way, friends, about fake stories and false flags, because we are in an hour of fakery. And so you, you better believe that you're much better off listening to a pastor that fears and loves the Lord and inquires of the Holy Spirit and knows the word of God and has a testimony and a long history and a story than, than some fake news media. Who is that person? I mean, really? But you want to listen to Anderson Cooper and you think that that man's telling you the truth? Give me a break. Give me a break. But yet these are, these are and, and, and we're, we're bowing down, we're caving. Not, maybe not me, not, not you, but some people are caving. They're, they're bowing down. And they're saying, oh, maybe, you know, I don't want them to think I'm crazy, Pastor Todd. I don't want them to think I'm a conspiracy theorist. Well, there you go. That's exactly why they use that word, conspiracy theory. It's exactly what it was created for. It's a weaponized word to make you stop talking, 
to make you think that you're crazy. That's exactly why they developed that word. It was a, it was a think tank somewhere in the CIA that they came up with this particular phrase, conspiracy theorists, just so that you would be quiet, that you'd second guess yourself, and you'd believe the mainstream Mockingbird media. Yes, look up Operation Mockingbird. It's all there. Look up the church commission. Yeah, it's all there. Declassified. It's not fakery. It's not false. It's real. It's there. We have the documents. Go to the source document. Read about it. So if they were doing Operation Mockingbird and the church commission examined all that, you don't think that the mainstream corporate media that's owned 90% by six corporations isn't giving us a bunch of propaganda? Now give me a break. And, and, they're, and they're used to attack people that are... So that makes sense. If you think about all that, well, then it makes sense. Because here you got this pastor that's well-read, that, that knows the Lord, that has an ex, you know had an encounter with God, that inquires of the Holy Spirit, that's a, a prayer warrior, but don't listen to him. He's the crazy one. Not, not, not Anderson Cooper. Not, not some of these other phony balonies that are out there. <laughs> so, you know, we, we got to make a decision, friends. I mean, listen, if you want to go into the matrix and, you know, hang out there and, and just pretend like everything that's real is not, then I guess you're part of that Isaiah scripture. You know, what's good is evil. What's evil is good, you know, because that's the, that's the talk of the hour. That's the belief of the hour when it comes to the cabal, when it comes to those that are in the matrix and refuse to get out those that have their hands over their ears, those that have scales on their eyes, because they're not going to approve. This is the problem, is that a lot of people want approval, and you're and you're seeking approval from man. Stop it. Stop seeking approval from man. I don't mean to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean, but I mean, I'm serious here. We've got to stop. This is why I keep going forward, and I don't care at the end of the day, because I know that I have to answer to God, and I know that, look, he's either called me or he hasn't. He's either with me or he's not. His word's either true or it's not, and I'm going to say that it is. And so because of my belief that I know, I know that I know that I know that God is real, that he's with me, he's going to be with me, and we're going to win, and that's why we're going to press ahead no matter how many people want to throw bricks through my window or whatever the heck they want to do. You know, sit outside and, and try to intimidate me, or, you know, they send their little goons and they, they put things in my mailbox or whatever they want to do. Because they have a lot of really crazy things that they try to do. But you know what? At the end of the day, God is my defense. He is with me. Even until the end of the age, I believe that there's thousands, if not millions of angels around us, protecting us, looking over us, standing with us. Your prayers are so critical, crucial, and important. They're absolutely key. And we I can't even tell you how much I appreciate you. And that's it. And then you know what? I brush my shoulders off and I say, okay, let's go forward and go for another day. Because we have, we have, listen, okay, okay, so again, there's there's the spiritual side, there's the pastor side, there's what I do on Sunday, there's what I do when I minister to people, when I'm mentoring people in my prayer time, I'm reading the word, I'm, I'm living my life as a Christian, but I'm also a radio host that's also an American and a father, and you know what, by the way, I just witnessed the biggest theft in the history of our country, so I guess people just want me to forget about that, just don't talk about it, don't talk, you can do anything, just don't talk about the election, and then they're going to leave you alone, right? Somebody tried to tell me this. Well, why don't you just stop talking about the election and just move on? And that's fine. I mean, I can I can definitely talk about many, many, many other things because there's many other things. But you, do you really think they're going to stop bothering me if I just stop talking about the election? Is that the only thing they care about? Because ultimately, they just hate the fact that I'm a truth-telling Christian. They just they don't like Christians. They don't like the spirit of the living God that lives in me. They don't like truth. They don't like what I'm saying because I can talk about marriage. I can talk. I can debunk their whole. I mean, talk about baseless. 
You tell me there's 36 genders. That's baseless. That's a baseless conspiracy. You want to talk about a real baseless conspiracy theory? I'll tell you about this climate change nonsense that they're really trying to put it on, put on us as a tax. I mean, should we be care? Should we care about the environment? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, take care of the earth and everything. But the thing is, is that what they're trying to do, it's like this bill that Biden's trying to put through. He's trying to put through a bill. He's calling it the infrastructure bill. Okay, so let's look at the bill. How much of it is for infrastructure? Well, less than 6%. So you mean to tell me that billions, if not maybe trillion dollars of infrastructure bill and only 6% of that bill is actually going to go towards infrastructure? What's the rest of it going to go to? Well, you better believe they're pushing through their entire agenda because they're corrupt and they have an agenda just like we talk about. And so that's why they don't like me, friends. And, and, and so you're going to have to make a decision. I think most of you have. In fact, I think most of you are very well read. I'm very impressed by this audience. You guys, when you write me and we speak and I meet you in different places, you're very well read. You're very smart people. And so you're not flyover country, stinky Walmart people like they try to call you, clinging to your Bibles and guns. No, that's not you. You're warriors. You're prayer warriors. You've read the word. You've studied. You've, you've done your research. And that's why you've come to the same conclusions that I have. Because you're a truth seeker. And that's why we found each other. Now, do I get the same attack as you? Yes. Do people think I'm crazy? Yes, sometimes. You know, so if you're getting that, well, that means you're over the, you're over the target. Because everybody's not going to approve of you. But that's why God has brought the remnant together. That's the whole thing about the remnant warriors. Because he's bringing the remnant together for a time as this. I believe there will be a powerful move of God, a great end time harvest in our nation. We're literally on the cusp of seeing this. The, the demons know it. The devil knows it. That's why they're all so afraid. They know that we know the enemy and anybody that's serving the enemy, that's not in the Christ, that means anybody that's not in Christ can literally be used just like in the Matrix. Remember the agents? And all of a sudden, the agent would appear through like any old person. You're like, whoa, all of a sudden, there's the agent. If you've, if you've never seen that movie, you should check it out because it's a very prophetic movie. The Matrix. And, and then the agent could just come through anybody, right? The ones that were against Neo and everything. So if you've never seen the movie, I, nothing I'm saying right now is making sense to you. But, but what I'm trying to say is that the demonic can use anybody that's not under Christ. Anybody that hasn't given their heart to Christ, they, they, the demons can manifest through. They can utilize. They can use. Because it's either there, there's, there's no you know, middle ground. It's either you're hot or you're cold. You know, you're in or you're out. You've given your heart to the Lord or you haven't. Now, God loves everybody, don't get me wrong, but he can use those who are not in Christ. That's why we need to be in Christ. That's why if you have never given your heart to the Lord, today's the day. Don't let another day go by. Give your heart to the Lord tonight. Not because this preacher says so, but because it will be the most important move that you've ever made in your entire life here on earth. Yes, I said it, the most important move. So it's, it's a, this whole thing here on earth is a battle for our soul. Because the devil wants us to, to live with him in hell, in the lake of fire, in the bottomless pit. He, he wants us to, to, to be with him in the lake of fire. That's what he wants. He wants us to just be, you know, I mean, you know, torment forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever. And I'm, I, I know there's going to be somebody that says, we're not going to be in the lake of fire. I'm, you know what I'm saying. He wants us in hell. He wants us in hell, okay? And, and God wants us to rule and reign with him. Eternity. For, for all eternity. You know, I'm talking about streets of gold, the new Jerusalem, like ruling and reigning. That's what God wants. God wants us to, this is just, we're passing through in this world. God wants us to forever rule and reign with him. What a beautiful thing. Satan wants us to, to be in hell. So there, there, this whole thing on earth is, is, is like a test run. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to live in hell or are you going to live in heaven? 
You know, are you going to rule and reign for eternity or are you going to, you know, be with the enemy forever and be tormented forever? I mean, it's a horrible existence, horrible. And so, of course, he wants us to do that. And so he, he wants us to be deceived. He wants us to be depressed. He wants us to be, you know, feel like God doesn't hear us, feel like we're defeated. So, of course, of course, the enemy is sending goons to try to attack me. And, and they're not going to, none of them are going to win, guys. You know what? Even if I, something were to happen with me, which right now I'm saying in Jesus' name, it's not going to happen. But even if that were to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to win anyways because I'm ruling and reigning with, with Jesus for eternity. So there's nothing to fear. There's no place. What place does love have with fear? Perfect love casts out fear. There's no, no, there's no worry. You know, I don't have to worry about these things. I'm going to be with Christ. And you are too. If you've given your heart to the Lord Jesus, highly recommend it. You better do it. If you haven't done it, not because this preacher says so, but because it's the biggest decision you'll ever make. So the battle that we're in is a spiritual battle between light versus darkness. Very, very clear. And, uh, and this is what we're dealing with right now. So in the natural, there's all these different things. You got the elections. You got, you know, they're trying to push abortion more. Now we're funding other nations to have abortion. This is all spiritual. This is all spiritual. How, how, how degraded can it be? How, how disgusting can we get? How, how morally, you know, undone can we become as a nation? Because you, want, you think this is bad? It'll just keep getting worse. They're going to try incest soon. I already saw a, a case the other day where somebody wants to marry their their child. You know, I mean, you think they stop at gay marriage? They're going to stop there. Pedophilia. They're already pushing it. The laws are changing in California to go younger and younger. I mean, you notice that I just saw an article that said they're not going to go after prostitution in New York anymore. I mean, it's just, you know, look, cocaine is legal. What? In like Seattle now, they're legalizing cocaine now in parts of the country. You know, they've already been doing it with marijuana. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Darker and darker. What's good is evil. What's evil is good. The Christians, we're crazy. We're conspiracy theorists. We're believing in antiquated religion, even though nothing's ever been debunked in the Bible ever by anybody but they're telling us that we're crazy. So who do you want to believe? Who do you want to believe? You want to believe them or you want to believe the person that's praying and seeking the Lord and fears God and is in the word? Because these are the decisions we need to make. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of voices out there. And so why is it that they chose Pastor Todd to come after? Well, I'll tell you. Because we're talking truth. This group is powerful our prayers, obviously, something is happening with our prayers that the enemy is dispatching demonic, you know, demon beings to come and attack us because that's really what this is, is a spiritual battle. Why is he doing that? Well, because we're over the target. Why? Because we're, we're saying there's about to be a powerful move of God in this nation. It's going to be so powerful that people are going to be dancing in the streets. We believe It's never been about Donald Trump. You know that. I know that. But back to Donald Trump because people are saying, well, do you think he's going to be president again? Here, we can go through this again if you really want to, because the article tried to, and they, they botched up my words. Of course they did. I think God can do anything he wants. Do I think there's more to this story right now? Absolutely. Have I talked to some extremely credible people that have told me that? Absolutely. Do I think God is in the midst of doing maybe one of the biggest miracles of our lifetime? Yes. All these things, every single one of them, everything that you just said, I agree, 100%. So, we can go through it every day and then they can listen to my podcast and, 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 you know, we can lay out everything for them, exactly what we think. And then they can all make fun of us and we can go back and forth and they can write big articles. And, and then just like what happened when they said I was crazy with the Russian collusion delusion, just like what happened with so many other stories, 
I can't even tell you how many over the last couple of years. I literally forget. But we our track record is like, I would say like 9 out of 10. Their track record is like 2 out of 10. <laughs> but we're the crazy conspiracy theorists, right? Because we look at the source document. Because we report on the truth. Because we inquire of the Lord. Because we ask for wisdom and discernment. So keep fighting. And don't listen to the liars. And don't listen to the fraudsters. Don't listen to the fakery and the prophets of Baal that literally want you to be absolutely just totally caught up in their lies. What are they trying to accomplish? Look how evil their agenda is. Do you guys understand what they're doing? They're taking little boys and they're putting them on hormone therapy and they're literally castrating them. But we're supposed to say they're not crazy. We're supposed to say they're they're the ones to listen to. Really? Really? I don't think so. I'm sorry. I don't think so. So I will gladly take the attack every single day if I have to. You know what? If that's the cards that God's given me, so be it. Send me, I'll go. The Lord is my defense. I got amazing remnant warriors that are praying for us and standing with us. And by the way, thank you for helping support us too, because there's no other way we could do it other than through your guys' support. And I'm willing to say yes to this call, and I simply did one day, and I showed up, and listen, am I in corporate America anymore? No, I can't even get a job in corporate. If I tried, are you kidding me? Now, I'm sure there'd be some small business owner that would probably hire me somewhere, but right now, we're very focused like a laser beam on several very key and very important initiatives and things that we're working on behind the scenes that apparently is so destructive and so catastrophic to the enemy that they feel that they need to call Pastor Todd out. And so be it. Because we are going to see a major victory. You, let me just tell you this before we go today. I'll, I'll talk to a remnant Christian out of like, you know, there's this one woman that once in a while gets in touch with me from Australia. I don't know her. I've never met her. But I know she's a fellow remnant warrior. You can tell because you know them by their fruit. And she'll write me. And like I said, I barely ever talk to her. But when I do... It's like boom, 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 boom. And she got the same download over there, down under in Australia that I've got here. It's amazing. And by the way, this is over and over and over again. When I was at the Tulsa conference the other day, and I met a couple of remnant believers out there, and we started talking. And then on the plane on the way home, I met some remnant people. And they were awesome. And they may be listening to the show. Amazing people that I had the privilege to sit next to. And let me tell you something about these people. They were, they, we were like answering each other's sentences. Never met them before in my life. How can this be? The Bible says, in the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word shall be established. How in the world could all this be? Do you know how many remnant people reach out to me and say, keep doing what you're doing, Pastor Todd. We're with you. We're getting the same download. Listen, in the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word should be established. Am I just supposed to stop believing what God says? Or am I supposed to believe, look, whose report will you believe? Because I can believe Anderson Cooper's report, which is a bunch of baloney, or I can read the word of God and I can believe what God's telling remnant believers all around the world in the supernatural. And I'm going to choose that one, friends. Because what's good is good in my world, not what's good is evil. I stand on the word of God. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You call me whatever you want to. But I'm going to stand for life. I'm going to stand for freedom. Yeah, I want to see America restored and return back to the roots in our first love, Jesus Christ. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. 
You better believe it that we're going to be fighting for these things. And that's why I am so excited what's coming down the pike because I will tell you that remnant believers from all over the world are connecting one by one by one by one. It's amazing. Only by God's grace. That's the only way we can do it. Only by God's grace. So thank you for letting me go off a little bit tonight. I really appreciate you. You're not crazy. <laughs> You're a remnant warrior, and you were raised up for a time as this. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And we're going to make this, friends. We're going to win, because you know why? In the end, God always wins. God bless you. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Podcast. God bless.